the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Jesus, our prophet, priest, king, and the captain of our salvation. Next. The Ministry of the Well, Christian Community of Livermore, California, this is Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. Hi there. Welcome to our time together today. We are back in Hebrews. Yesterday, we began a message simply entitled, The Captain of Our Salvation. It's found here in Hebrews, chapter 2, verses 10 through 18. Now, this is where we get a clear view of just exactly who our captain is and why we can call Jesus the captain of our salvation. Won't you join us for an encouraging look at God's Word today? Here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman now with today's Times of Refreshing. The same person who was on, who was sitting on the right hand of the Father, the same one who got into an earthen shell, the same one who walked around the streets of Jerusalem for 33 and a half years, the same one who went to the grave and got into the grave and went down to the lower parts of the world and then came up with the keys of hell, death, and the grave. And the same one that's sitting on the right of the Father is the same one that when I accepted him got down on the inside of me. And now I don't have death in me. I have life. He is the, he is the light. And he is the light. And that life is on the inside of me. And this same life is the same one that when I do come out of this shell, is the same one that's going to usher me to the right hand of the Father and to the blessing of the kingdom. And then when he returns, it's the same one that's going to give me a resurrected body. Oh, can I have an amen? Don't make me run through here. Give me a resurrected body. And this is, and there's nothing that the devil can do about it. The devil can't stop it. The devil can't block it. The devil can't hinder me. The devil can't stop me. The devil can't. Can I have an amen in this place? Now, this right here is a, this what I'm talking about is a doctrinal position of truth. And I wanted to slow down this morning and just, let's get into some stuff that's going to weigh you down. We can fly high, but we need some weight to us too. So when the devil starts knocking on our door saying, you're going to die, you can say, no, I'm going to live. Open your Bible, devil, to Hebrews chapter 2, and let's go through the scriptures. And if, I, and if the Lord so chooses to take me home, rest assured I know exactly where I'm going, and I'm not tripping, and I don't want the people to trip because I, see, there's something in you that starts to shift when the devil can't use fear to intimidate you and use fear to de- debilitate you. When you start looking at the devil and, and say, no. I got life in me. And wait till we get down in here. We're going to see why this is so important. But, we, but we, that you're able to fight back with something. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. And I am the life. 
And no one comes to the Father except, he says, through me. He says, I am the resurrection. The resurrection is inside of me. The life is inside of me. Christianity isn't just a belief system, y'all. It's an experience. You have been infused with the nature and life of Christ. And the captain of your salvation, who was made perfect or mature, he proved his saviorhood by the way in which he conducted his affairs upon the face of the earth and overcame on every trial and test. And he's the same one that lives on the inside of you. But we got to get so stabilized in our spirit that we cast off this fear. We, fa- we cast off trepidation. We cast off anxiety and worry and doubt and, and all, it, all this stuff. And we get into a place of rest and we're stable in life. Pastor, my, 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 my kids. I, that, hey, listen, did you pray for your kids? You asked the, for the blood of Jesus to be on your children. And you asked God to keep them and release angels to protect them. You better get some sleep. Can I have an amen? You did what you can do. Your worrying isn't going to do it. My husband, my wife, my job. The enemy uses fear and the fear of death to cripple people. We've got to get to a place in our lives where we understand we have a captain who is the captain of our salvation. And he is paved the way and gave us the perfect example of how we overcome in the midst of this life. Can I have an amen? Then look what he says here in verse 16. This is important. He says, for indeed he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Now this is important because this really means when you look, some people may have a King James Version Bible here. He says he did not partake of the nature of angels. He did not partake of the nature of angels. And I just wrote this down. He says, give aid by partaking of humanity to take on the nature. He didn't do that. He didn't partake or give aid or take on the nature of the angels. He took on the nature of humanity to give aid to humans that needed freedom and deliverance. He didn't do this for for the angels. And this is one of the reasons why the devil, he hates you so much. He's a fallen angel. He doesn't have another chance. He don't know what redemption feels like, what restoration feels like. He don't know what healing feels like. He doesn't know what what, uh, reconciliation feels like. He doesn't know what justification feels like. He's looking at you and I saying, well, God, how come you did it for them, but you didn't do it for me? He doesn't get it. He He doesn't understand the power and the vastness of God's mercy and grace and love towards us and giving us another chance when he doesn't have a chance. He's like, he's like the brother that was the brother of the prodigal. He's like, he's like a, he's like a hater. Can I have an amen, y'all? He's, he's a hater. You know, I, I look at them. You know, God's blessing them. They're partaking of the nature of God. And, well, I'm going to take them out. He doesn't give aid to the angels, but he gave aid to humanity. He became a human. <laughs> Listen, he 
He became like you so that you can become like him. He became like us so that we ultimately could become like him. And then did it in such a way that we understand that every bit of change, every bit of restoration and healing was not our own strength. It was his strength. So he gets the glory for everything that God may be all in all. And so it's important that we understand this is one of the things. He didn't give aid to angels. He doesn't look at angels the same way. He said, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. He became and partook of humanity so that we could experience the fullness of who he is and enjoy the blessing of his grace and his mercy and his love, vast love for us. Well, what do we do in response to that? How do we respond? For us, it's important that we understand that God is looking for a response or a return on his investment in our lives. Can I have an amen? He says in verse 17, therefore, in all things, he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. Listen to what he's saying. There's nothing that you are going through as a human being that Jesus doesn't understand. So all your excuses for why you can't do something for God or why, God, you don't understand. There's no more excuse because Jesus got into an earthen vessel. That they perfectly perfect life overcame, overcame every test, went to experience death, conquered death by the resurrection... And now it's telling you that I'm going to be a merciful and faithful high priest as pertains to things concerning this life. So if you need some help, just look to me. This is important because life is not easy. And life is tough. And the world is full of problems. And we've got a lot of pressures and we've got issues and things that go on in this life. And it's not easy being a husband. And it's not easy being a wife. It's not easy being single. It's not easy having kids. It's not easy working on the job when people get on your last nerve. It's not easy paying the bills. It's not easy when your car breaks down on the side of the road. It's not easy when you're going through life. And it's not easy trying to take care of other people while you're barely trying to take care of yourself. Can I preach it this morning? It's not easy doing that. It's not easy when you're dealing with kids and you raise them in the faith and then they go off and act a fool and you're scratching your head like, I, I know I taught you right. It's not easy when, when a person leaves your life that you thought that you could you could count on and you walk down the aisle with and you thought that they would be with you forever. It's not easy when they walk out. It's not easy when they try to come back and you're trying to figure out if you want to let them back. Can I talk about it this morning? It's not easy. I see some of the pregnant ladies in here. It's not easy being pregnant and you carrying another load and you barely carrying yourself. And then you're gaining weight. And then you're trying to calculate how long it's going to take you to get the weight off once you push this, this baby out. Hey, I didn't, I didn't watch my wife go through it four times, so I'm skilled in this right now. <laughs> I mean, we had many conversations. 
It's not easy. And then, then your, your, your hormones are going everywhere. And it's not easy being a husband and you're trying to pay the bills and you have this pressure on your life concerning how are we going to do all this. And the wife and kids are looking at you in your eyes and say, what are we going to do? It's not easy, man. Life's not easy. But there's nowhere in this Bible where Jesus said it would be easy. But there's a many places in the Bible where he said that he would never leave you nor forsake you, that he would be with you, and that he would be merciful. Now watch this, y'all. He would be merciful and faithful. So now this tells me that he understands, he understands my plight, but he doesn't give me an excuse to fail. He gives me a reason to succeed because he's, because he's got the power that I need to help me go through it. And so as he's sitting on the right hand of the Father as a a merciful and faithful high priest, don't get it twisted, saints. Don't think that he doesn't understand. He understands. He gets it. He gets it. And he's able to intercede on your behalf and stand in the gap as he is the captain of our salvation, the perfect mature one, the one who is the example and the one who's processing us. He knows exactly what you're going through. So he can be merciful. And he's, he's so wise in his mercy, he understands that, <laughs> that sometimes what we're crying about We're just having a temper tantrum. He's wise enough with his mercy that he knows how to to release it in proportion to your need based on your situation. And sometimes, and I've experienced this in my own life, I'm preaching it to myself. Sometimes I'm trying to cry about something and God is saying, get up. Can I have an amen, y'all? Get up. Stop crying. You're going to be okay. We got this. Release your faith. I know what you're going through, so don't act like I don't know. God, you don't know what I'm going. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Well, Lord, I, 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 you know, Lord, I, I, you know, I, I got a divorce. They, they, I got a divorce. Well, well, listen, God got a divorce. You better read your Bible. The Bible says that he gave Israel a, a bill of divorce. He knows when, listen, Jesus, God, Israel walked away from him. So when you walk, somebody walk away from you, you better lift up your hands and say, God, strengthen me. Can I have an amen? You know what, you know what it takes to make it. The Lord's been lied on. The Lord's been lied on. The Lord has been, people have, people have rejected. The Lord has experienced rejection, hatred. People to this day, they curse the name of God. So we can't act like Jesus didn't. They, people, people, oh, don't get me started. It's a shame that even in this country, people will let you say, people will say all kinds of detestable stuff about Jesus Christ, but they won't say one word against Muhammad. You know it's the truth. You know why they won't? Because they're scared somebody's going to blow something up. I said it. (laughs) I said it. It's on tape. So what's happening is, but they just treat Jesus with contempt. But understand that Jesus knows exactly what you're going through. 
He can be merciful and give you the mercy that you need, and he will be faithful continually. He's partaking of the same. He understands what you're going through. And he's a faithful high priest. He makes propitiation, reconciliation. He bridges the gap between us and God our Father. He was the price that was necessary. He was the price that was made. This is what appeased God's wrath. He made propitiation for us to bring us back into fellowship and relationship with the Father. He says in verse 18, For in that he himself has suffered, being tested, he is able to aid those who are tested. Oftentimes when we're going through life, we experience testing. God himself cannot be tempted with sin. It's not possible that he could sin. But Jesus did go through times of testing. He went up into the wilderness to be tested by the devil. Forty days, forty nights, he overcame. There's times in our lives where we go through moments of testing. God's not trying to get us to sin. He's trying to get us to prove who we are and to prove the nature of Christ that dwells within us. And we go through moments like this when we're identifying with Christ in his sufferings. You go through tests. But the Bible says here that he's able to aid those who are experiencing suffering or who are experiencing testing in your lives. And it's important that we We take advantage of the aid that God is trying to give us. The captain of our salvation is trying to give us aid. We have to look to him for aid. Aid doesn't always mean he makes it immediately go away. Aid oftentimes means that he strengthens us in the midst of us. Yet, at the midst of it, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. There's times when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but His rod and his staff, they comfort you, and he is with you. It's important that we understand this dynamic of our relationship and the captain of our salvation. Isn't someone that we can deceive into thinking that that he doesn't know what it means to go through what you're going through. When he's shown you right here through the scripture, he understands it. But then he turns around and empowers you and helps you and I to understand that, saints, there's going to be moments where we experience suffering or testing in our lives. How do you respond? How do you go through it? I can get up here and just preach all the blessings of the Lord. Tell you about all the blessings and God's just going to bless you. He's just going to bless you, bless you. But sometimes God is going to allow you to be tested. And that's the message that we don't sell a lot of in the Bible bookstore. But it's the reality of what goes on in life as a Christian. But when we know that the captain of our salvation prevailed, we know that we will prevail in and through him. But we have to see that he offers aid. That God, you help me in the midst of this. You help me to survive. And all the stuff that I've talked about in terms of how hard it is, look at yourself. Most of you don't look like what you've been through. Can I have an amen, y'all? Most of you in this room, when I look in your eyes, you don't look like what you've been through. Look at your neighbor and tell them, you better ask somebody. Most of the people in here, if they only knew what you've been through, they would be shocked that you're in this building in your right mind right now. 
I, I feel this right now. I feel it because some people need to start lifting up their hands and praising God that you don't look like what you've been through because God gave you aid. In some cases, when you didn't even ask for aid, the Lord was there to give you aid and to secure you and to help you because he didn't want you to look like what... Oh, my God. I'm about to... <laughs> Don't get me started up in here. But you had aid coming when you weren't even asking for aid. And you had aid coming when in some situations you messed up your own life. But God said, I'm going to give you aid because I'm full of mercy and I'm full of faithfulness. And then God lifted you up and sustained you because he's the captain of your salvation. Can we bless him this morning? Can we bless the captain of our salvation? Can we thank the captain of our salvation? Can we thank the captain of our salvation? I'm, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this, y'all. Because, because this message is, this is keeping it real. This is, this is keeping it real. This is keeping it real. It's not easy being a Christian. When you're trying to live right in the midst of all kinds of perversion, and you're trying to keep yourself right in the sight of God, and the devil's bombarding you with everything and throwing the kitchen sink at you, this is keeping it real. When you look up and you say, God, I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on. I'm not going to give up. The devil's trying to make me quit, but I'm not going to quit on you, Jesus. I'm going to stay with you. It's it. Can I have an amen, y'all? And the devil starts throwing all kinds of temptation and testing at you. And you start wondering, where's my relationship with God? And God is saying, I'm right there by your side. Just keep on going. Just Somebody need to hear this this morning. I'm right here by your side. Just keep going. Don't quit. Don't stop in the valley of the shadow of death. You're going through it. You're going to what God has intended for your life. People need to know that Jesus, he went through it, y'all. He's the captain. Now, he's given you an example of how you get through it. And I can't sit here and tell everybody in this room that all your problems are going to go away. I'm telling you that whatever problem you had, God knows the answer. Just stay close to God. And let me say this way in closing. And don't allow fear to overtake you. Don't let him do that. Don't let the devil do that to you. Don't you let the devil cause you to think that you can be taken out before God says it's time. The, the devil's not in control of your life, and neither are people. So stop letting people get on your nerves and cause you to think that they're blocking you. They can't stop what God is doing in your life. The captain of your salvation, if he overcame the grave that he can overcome your boss that's trying to stop you from, can I have an amen? He knows how to move in your life. Stop giving people so much power over your future. Your life is in the hands of the master of the universe. Somebody need to hear this encouragement this morning. Somebody need to hear this encouragement this morning. You got to hear this. Stop listening to the devil and the people that the devil is sending to whisper in your ear to tell you that you cannot make it. Jesus is telling you, I am the captain of your salvation. 
We got to get this down in our spirit that our life is in the hand of the master of the universe. And it's not in my boss's hand. It's not in my spouse's hand. It's not in my kid's hands. It's not in my pastor's hands. It's not in my church's hands. It's in the hand of Jesus. He's the master of the universe. And my hand, my life is in his hands and he is my captain. So if you're being tested right now, I got news for you. You got to pass the test. You better go ahead and pass this test. Go ahead and pass the test. Stop stumbling and bumbling and fumbling and, and, and getting Fs. Pass the test. So you don't have to keep going around the mountain again and again and again. Because God's not giving you a, a free pass, baby. You're going to have to pass the test and do it with the right spirit and right attitude. And then let God rushing you on to the next test that you got in your life. But you got to pass the test. And we pass the test. And then people look and say, what happened to you? You don't look like what you've been through. And all you can do is say I got a captain. I got a captain. Well, thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. This program is the production of the Well Christian Community. And we pray today's broadcast has blessed you and has encouraged you in Christ. If it has, would you take a moment and let us know? There are several ways that you can contact us. First, by mail. The Well Christian Community. Address your envelope to 2333 Neeson Drive. That's here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also stop by our website, learn more about us, and drop us an email. Thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net. And then, of course, by phone, 925-292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. As you visit our website, don't forget to look for the link to our Facebook page. And if you're on Facebook, simply search The Well Christian Community. You can even follow Pastor Napoleon on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. Until next time, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life and may he bring you a peace that passes all understanding. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.